Okay, good morning. Thanks for being here. Today <clears throat> is Wednesday, uh, January 31, 2024. I woke up realizing, oh, Monday and Tuesday is already gone. It's already Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> now I think I've discovered how the week seems to go quickly is that Monday blurs into Tuesday. Before I know it, it's Wednesday. And at least the weekend for me uh, comes closer. Uh, so today is class 30 in the series Cosmology and Earth Solar System History. In a new section on uh, page 80 of the PDF, the section uh, starts with, uh, well, the title is Super Weapons. Uh, but before that, and that's from, again, continuing in the sections that are associated with session eight and uh, secret information given uh, from Ra or some very um, detailed analysis of uh, what secret technologies are uh, have been uh, amassed and are being developed and this is 40 years ago I'm sure they're much further developed now uh, we were talking in the class before about a paragraph in 8.2 from last time associated in a previous section called secret technology where uh, the the UFOs, uh, Ra, Ra had said, basically, your peoples have, uh, at this time, space, present, the technological achievement of being able to create and fly the shape and type of craft known to you as unidentified flying object. So that's just the ship. That doesn't mean there's the people in it either. Unfortunately for the social memory complex vibratory rate of your peoples, meaning the collective, and that's where we were looking in our class discussion just a moment, Unfortunately for the social memory complex vibratory rate of your peoples, these devices are not intended for the service of mankind, but for potential destructive use. This further muddles the vibratory nexus of your social memory complex, causing a situation whereby neither those oriented towards serving others nor oriented towards serving self, neither group can gain the energy power which opens the gate to intelligent infinity for the social memory complex. This in turn causes the harvest to be small. Uh, you know, a social memory complex doesn't open the gate to intelligent infinity. It's the individual that makes that bridge from, you know, <laughs> the, from mind, body to spirit, or from six chakra to seven, or the integration of spirit complex in mind, body, uh, upward spiraling light going quite unimpeded, thoroughly from root to crown and breaking through from the gateway to intelligent infinity six to contact with intelligent infinity seven six seven chakra that's done by the individual how is it that the the gates to intelligent infinity for the social memory complex uh, exist what does that even mean it certainly means that humanity as a whole the collective is being deprived of technologies that associate with free energy uh, which is intelligent energy, which is associated with contact with intelligent infinity, 6-7, so 7th chakra as intelligent infinity, the linkage between the personal and intelligent infinity as the contact with intelligent infinity, uh, which is 6-7, to seven, where 6, six chakra, uh, like 6 density, is the highest level of self-consciousness. Beyond self-consciousness, dropping identity going from six to seven density as Ross said then we go out of subjectivity to universal awareness and so there's a difference between self-consciousness even unified self-consciousness law of one awareness at six density higher self versus what happens next after dropping identity going to seven or eight uh, the subjectivity is finished dual that, that's real non-duality uh, non-dual awareness we don't really know what it is but we can theorize it uh, at the you know when identity is gone the being or life <laughs> that had a previous identity which is extensity is unified self-consciousness a unified uh, uh, subjectivity aware of unity unified unitive subjectivity mm. unitive subjectivity 
<clears throat> is, a, is a condition of higher self, I'd say. Dropping identity doesn't mean extinction. <laughs> oh, at the end of the spiritual path, I'll get utterly wiped out and extinguished. Yeah, what a good purpose. What a good goal. That's not the game. That's not what's happening. So there is awareness continuing. It's just liberated from the stricture of subjectivity. Even even a unified, unitive subjectivity aware, aware that all is one. That is finished. That's in the lap of intelligent infinity. But Ra, we're talking about this in the class. <clears throat> um, the withholding of certain te of free energy technology and then its arrogation for destructive use or controlling use, mind control, because there's not just shooting lasers from UFOs here. And that's not, what we're, not fully what we're talking about. The, the, so the, the mm, arrogation, of, meaning arrogating, taking to themselves of you know, military, uh, globalist, elite types. They're not really elite, they're just tyrannical. Uh, but their reservation, reservation of the technology for themselves deprives the collective of the benefits that could have come from that, of course. But Ra's focus seems to be, I mean, what's the problem? Well, the problem, how does that stop those individuals from um, not themselves also not being able to uh, gain energy power to open the gates to intelligent infinity? I don't know. Uh, the social complex doesn't get it positively oriented beings aren't helped they're just further harmed or controlled but those who are using those technologies why don't they or how is it that their you know their their thievery their uh, uh, arrogation to themselves of these technologies hurts them i don't know but uh it came a little clear that raw you know the confederation has been trying to help the collective and this is a collective that can't be helped. <laughs> you can help individuals, but the collective is just, you know, if you water the field of wheat and tares, they're both strengthened. <laughs> if you feed, you know, simultaneously uh, the beast and, and um, you know, <laughs> the, the innocent, they're both strengthened. So that helps the collective? Uh, no, it just further... Um, empowers um, the uh, inherent conflict of, of non-compatible groups in the collective that is the collective here. So this is a damaged collective. This is a dysfunctional collective. By design, it's inevitably dysfunctional. It can't be otherwise than dysfunctional when you have souls pulling in opposite directions in the collective. And you have them all at all levels. You've got a whole bunch of folks who can hardly think. Then you've got people that truly are polarized, positive, negative, and those at the at lower levels of polarity don't know anything, don't know very much about what what lies ahead for them on their path. They're rigidly, you know, uh, the 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 gangster thinks he's the cat's meow, and the love over wisdom new ager likewise will argue for their um, relative naive worldview. So you've got people at, at mid-levels of positive and negative path that don't really even recognize um, the nature of the developments they need to make to continue on their own path because they don't see it multi-incarnationally, karmically, metaphysically. They see it as, you know, they don't see, I mean, the positive would to some degree, but their view is very limited even those that are mid-level on both paths. And so in any case, and then you've got those at the top of the negative that, that have very good, you know, capable ability to control everybody who's less wise, less negative than themselves. And then the higher positively oriented people check out of society, are not really part of it. So it, the, the, the collective is doomed. It's, you know, irredeemable, collective irredeemability. So it seems that it has taken many millennia for the Confederation to, to figure out that, that you can't fertilize a garden of weeds and flowers without strengthening the weeds that choke out flowers. You can't, you can't fertilize uh, a garden 
where uh, a, a garden that includes parasitic plants because they'll be empowered and uh, end up parasitizing those that wouldn't do so, that don't do so, the positively oriented and the innocents. So the collective, but, but there is some kind of strange bias, I think, from Ra, which is very surprising because that wasn't their, case, their experience in 3D Venus. There's a sort of bias that technology is important. I've said this from the beginning, they should have been left in the caves. But you see, they meaning this collective. But if they call, they deserve response. And so the Logos, um, by design, allows more highly developed positives and negatives coming here who rightly then call. And the negatives call for technology to empower their control. Um, and then they arrogate to themselves and the Confederation with, with most sh shocking naivete um, ends up supporting the negatives by <laughs> foolishly in, uh, fertilizing the collective with technology. It's beyond me as a how that could be, uh, but it's not very um, commendable or respectable. So the new material, page 80, section called Super Weapons, also pay, uh, session, sev uh, session 8, 8.7, and you'll see that there are all sorts of things when we're talking about craft um, we're talking about a, a, a range of usage um, it's not simply you know because they're unmanned they're not for like travel or that that's part of it but there's much more than just travel you know George Jetson in play here so 8.7 Don's question I'm puzzled by these craft that we have undersea bases for they are inaudible is this technology sufficient to overshadow all other armaments? Good question. Do we have the do we have just the ability to fly in these craft or are there any weapons like there are dot 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 were they given to us three inaudibles in one paragraph of Don's question. Mhm. Mm think that they were being uh, interfered with here. Were they given to us <clears throat> inaudible or are they just craft for transport? What is the basic mechanism of their <clears throat> inaudible? It's really hard to believe what I'm saying. It's really hard for him to finish the sentences without uh, mechanical uh, malfunctionings as well. So what are these, on these craft that draw on intelligent infinity or you know, intelligent energy? What are they for? Do they shadow, overshadow all other armaments because they're raw stated as destructive or we know that they're weaponry in some sense what you know how does it relate to other weapons do we have the ability do we have do we have just the ability to fly meaning you know transport um or are there weapons like there are were they given or they craft for transport so he's wondering these craft are for what purposes transport or more than only transport what's the ba basic mechanism of their which was probably their propulsion. Hard. It's really hard to believe what I'm saying. <laughs> it's really hard to get it all out as well without uh, <laughs> higher dimensional interference. Ra's answer. The craft are perhaps misnamed in some instances. Right. So, you know, Ra doesn't try to confuse, but um, they go with what seems best uh, at any one point in response to Don's answers. And if... Um, Don's reply to their answer shows that their answer was phrased um, in a way that generates some confusion, then they'll rephrase it, reframe, rephrase their reply and uh, improve the naming. So anyway, the craft are perhaps misnamed in some instances, because <laughs> they're not only craft. It would be more appropriate to consider them as weaponry. Uh-huh. The energy used is that of the field of electromagnetic energy which polarizes the Earth's sphere. The weaponry is of two kinds. That which is called by your people's psychotronic mind, and that which is called by your people's particle beam. The amount of destruction which is contained in this technology is considerable, and the weapons have been used in many cases to alter weather patterns and to enhance vibratory change which engulfs your planet at this time. And so this is the big solid answer. This is sort of at the, the heart of session eight, which is the heart of Ra's disclosure um, of secret 
secret space program in some way, some portion of it. So it's it's a misnomer to call them craft because it's not about taking guys up and bringing them over. That may be happening, but that's not the whole, and it may be actually the minority, meaning most of these, as was said, right, they could be called drones, right, autonomous unmanned vehicles, that kind of thing. UAVs on our on what is unidentified aerial vehicles. They're all these silly. I mean, liars keep concocting new words. <laughs> you know, we should be very careful about that. Liars speak to confuse, to control, um, and keep putting out new vocabulary to, um, you know, to baffle baffle the kids. So. Uh, Really, some are used for transport, could be called craft, but the majority, I would think, are weaponry. But the weaponry is um, high energy directed to multiple um, theaters. So it's used of electromagnetic energy, which polarizes the Earth's sphere. So we're talking about free energy of some sort. I'm not a physics fellow. So it's the energy, is it, you know, zero point energy? Is it so-called free energy? Is it uh, orgon energy? Hmm? Right? Reich talking about that. What are we talking about? Are we talking about light, pure light as etheric energy field, six chakra, six density? I don't know all the different, you know, designations and... Um, uh, portions of uh, energy spectra, X spectrum, that could be drawn from here, whatever. It's um, it's sort of an, an apparently, uh, you see, uh, light energy is higher than electromagnetic, and so that's the point. There, there are there, there's a, there are energy fields that support the planet that are um, stepped down from intelligent energy or light with a capital L and and that polarizing the earth's sphere polarizing means maintaining bipolarity and it may be electromagnetic it may simply be another misnomer another misnaming for raw to say electromagnetic energy because we're talking about something beyond that because that's what really free energy or zero point energy or orgone energy, or elan vital, or all sorts of other words have been used. Prana, chi, intelligent energy. It may that be that, not quite electromagnetic. I don't know. In any case, it's like there. You know what they're what. There's more going on than what Ra's saying, but what they're saying is quite big enough. And one of the utilizations is psychotronic, and the other particle beam. But we're talking about altering weather case weather patterns, so we would call it weather weaponry thinking that that's different than particle beam weaponry, thinking that that's different than psychotronic weaponry. Actually, one, uh, you know, one ring rules them all. Um, access to intelligent, in, intelligent energy, light with a capital L, um, prana, chi, whatever. If that, if, uh, like scalar, I mean, scalar is, is what, is the basis of electromagnetic, I mean, the, the polarity of electromagnetism, or electromagnetism is, is far from my layman's little understanding, electromagnetism is polarized itself, electromagnetic. There's a basis of that, and that's scalar. But is that different than free energy, or zero-point energy, or uh, orgone energy, or prana, or chi, or intelligent energy? Is that that? Is scalar intelligent energy? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I'm not into that thing. So, but it may be. And I think we're talking about um, an energy sourcing um, that itself is more potent than electromagnetic. That's why it can play freely through the electromag three play freely through the electromagnetic. But <laughs> the real bitter matter here is that the amount of destruction contained in this technology or accessed by this technology or uh, possible by utilization of this technology is considerable destruction. And it includes weather, weather modification. 
And nobody was talking about this in 1981. Nobody. And it's only session eight. <laughs> so uh, Ra is sort of defining, uh, you know, I I establishing or indicating the, the range of their comprehension, um, which here is uh, quite, quite um, capable of, um, is quite well knowing the hidden, the hidden human and the secret you know, technologies and how those things have been developed. Okay, and back to the point of secret, 8.8, .8, Don asks, how have they been able to keep this a secret? Why aren't these craft in use for transport? <laughs> uh, good boy. Uh, this is, this is, this is, uh, you know, 1981, and Don was a good guy. And, you know, even wisdom over love can be naive uh, in terms of evil. And uh, even a brilliant mind or a great mind and a good, sincere man can be naive. Um, nearly nobody here ever wants to know how little they know. Nobody, nearly nobody wants to say how little they know or admit. And thus, <laughs> there's a big problem. Then they're shocked. Oh, because they didn't realize how little they knew or they didn't know X, Y, and Z that they thought they knew. So... You know, it's very, very helpful to realize I know very little. Very helpful. Not not a game, really. Ra's reply, the governments of each of your societal division illusions desire desire to refrain from publicity, hey, hey, so that the surprise may be retained in the case of hostile action from what your peoples call enemies. So you can see how far away they are in their thought. <laughs> They're like, you know, lights in the sky talking to ants. Uh, the government of the nations, countries, which they're using for uh, the synonymous to nations or countries for them is societal division illusions. <laughs> yeah, because the borders are illusory or man-made. I mean, really, this is a very crude group. You can see how crude they are by the leadership, which pre presumes to be advanced. Advanced intellectually, advanced spiritually, advanced morally. <laughs> the leadership... You know, you can judge a nation's morality by its prison, prisons. You can also judge it by the condition of its leadership. And um, the, their, their ignorance is staggering in the face of their presumed um, advancement. Governments of each of your societal division illusions desire to refrain from publicity. They want to keep it secret so that they can keep surprise in the case of hostile action from their enemies which, of course, they like and they keep maintaining enemies. Uh, and so that's the, also the case. Uh, the, the many people who've weighed in on World War III, which is now at the... We're in the foothills of World War III. Today, nearby, February 2024. Uh, it's very possible that <clears throat> when, you know, at, at some of the culmination and in stages of culmination of this now uh, gathering storm World War III, which is both East-West and leadership versus masses, both. Um, and it's totally uh, Armageddon of a final conflict of good and evil or final choice point for these 3D souls. Uh, it may well be, yes, of course, the, many of the seers have said, you weapons will, that have never been used before will be observed, will be used. You know, mega death, uh, the 90% of the armies participating will get wiped out. So whatever the numbers, and that doesn't have to happen, actually, but uh, it could. And so here it's uh, a reference, I think, to uh, the very well-known understanding by people who look deeply that secret technologies are, uh, you know, both sides are in possession of secret weaponry of various sorts and uh, will uh, reserve their utilization or public disclosure only until necessary, um, you know, in, a final, in the final stages of uh, 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 all-out fight to the finish, which is, I think, what they may end up doing. How many of the craft does the United States have? The United States has 573 at this time. They're in the process of adding to this number. What's the maximum speed? And this is a pretty shock, heavy shocker. The maximum speed, 810. The maximum speed of these craft, meaning drones, or whatever they are with their various uses, equal to the Earth energy squared. Hmm? The field, this field varies. 
so we're talking about drawing on the electromagnetic magnetic or energy uh, fields um, of the planet itself. So as the planet, you know, fluctuates in certain energy conditions, so too would the speed of such craft. This field varies. The limit is approximately one half the light speed. This is due to imperfections in design. And Don was probably like open mouth, <laughs> slack jawed, open mouth, like, huh, I would be. So they can go half the speed of light. Damn. Well, if they could man them, <laughs> they could go, they could take E.T. home, <clears throat> which they've said. One, one puppet said so. So take E.T. home. Um, maybe they can go to other solar systems. I don't know. That's, I mean, you see, if you have such power or capacity, you would damn well be a super elitist and have an attitude of looking at humans uh, like worms or uh, vermin. Because uh, they're, I mean, I've seen people like this once upon a time in Manhattan, maybe in the late 70s at um, 21 Club, I think it is. Um, saw some guys, you know, dressed, dressed, you know, from Savile Row. They looked British, frankly, walking down the stairs. And there was this sort of attitude, maybe I've spoken this, that, that they're, it looked like they were um, descending from Olympus. <laughs> One guy particularly had an attitude of sort of looking at people with, with profound contempt and scorn in the face, in the eyes at the people that he was walking down to greet or walk through to the restaurant like he was in another world <laughs> and um, that's that's not surprising if you have access i'm not saying he did but having access to this kind of technology um would <laughs> that would do it to you or that that would support such um you know uh, arrogance or um i mean i don't even have the right words for it on demand, but a certain um, <laughs> even um, emotionless uh, presumption of intrinsic superiority. So anyway, okay, they go up uh, to half the speed of light, which would mean that they can move um, far beyond the Earth, if possible, if they were able to do that. The next section, bottom page 80, free energy. And, and that's what we're talking about. 811 Don asks, wouldn't this type of craft totally solve or come close to solving a lot of the energy problems as far as transport goes that we're used to transporting inaudible, transporting inaudible. <laughs> this was definitely, um, there was a lot of static in the uh, multidimensional field uh, in session eight. Ra's reply, the technology your peoples possess at this time is capable of resolving each and every limitation which plagues your social memory complex at this present nexus of experience. However, the concerns of some of your beings with distortions towards what you would call powerful energy cause these solutions to be withheld until the solutions are so needed that those with the distortion, meaning with the technology, can then become further distorted in the direction of power. How's that for convoluted language? So this technology, yes, indeed can solve, resolve each and every problem that we have uh, they said each and every limitation the whole of it all of it of course you know uh, if you have access to infinite energy which is intelligent energy near infinite um, I guess devices would be made to make devices <laughs> you can make devices to make devices to make devices that do everything you want like robots uh, whatever, uh, so that every, you know, you can solve every problem. That's what they're saying. Uh, resolving each and every limitation, not simply transport issues. Don was an airline pilot. So every single problem could be solved. Of course, no deed. <laughs> However, <laughs> what can't be solved is that the logos put weeds and flowers together in the cycle. That can't be solved. And that is a limitation. While it's beautiful, wonderful catalyst for both sides, I guess, it's a real limitation that plagues the social memory complex. This social memory complex is plagued, this collective is plagued by its metaphysical configuration. 
that's kind of funny. Um, not too jocular, though. The concerns of some of your beings towards what you would call powerful energy. <laughs> the service to self, negative, <laughs> the negativity of your leadership. Political, military, economic, financial, dot, 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 occult. Uh, because you've got a whole bunch of negatively oriented souls all throughout the institutions of all the whole nation, all the nations of the world, um, they are withholding the solutions. Um, so that when things fall apart, which is by design, right, order out of chaos, is so that in the chaos they generate, they can bring, they can be, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll make top dollar or they'll uh, be able to, you know, pick and choose continents um, when humanity is desperate for those technologies. So then we're talking about some applications like free energy for, you know, the end of um, beyond fossil fuels and uh, electric, electric, electricity and all that. The new age of energy that itself um that potential are being is being withheld okay so we know that's how it goes that's a business technique all right okay orion landings top page 81 yeah 81 uh 812 don asks at the same time you mentioned that some of the landings so we're talking about all these things together you mentioned that some of the landings were of our peoples meaning human in craft coming down that would be thought to be ED. You also mentioned that some were of the Orion group. We talked a little about the Orion group, but why do the Orion group land here? What's their purpose? So this is 812, right? <laughs> right after Ra's very, uh, very dense uh, and provocative answer regarding free energy, Don goes straight back to Orion and Orion landings. I think this was a matter of he needed he had a bunch of questions to be asked in the session, and he wanted to cover all of them or many as much as possible. And this material is so intense that and so shocking to him at the time that he uh, needed to regroup um, to integrate to formulate new questions for next sessions so we go you know make a couple of lateral moves in this session eight uh, why do they land here what's their purpose ross said their purpose is conquest unlike those of the confederation who wait for the calling the so-called orion group calls itself to conquest so again Ra's answers um, embody metaphysical principles in the very structure of their answer. Their purpose is conquest, unlike those of the Confederation whose purpose is not conquest. The Confederation whose purpose is not conquest wait for the calling. Waiting for the calling is not associated with conquest. Calling oneself is, com is what leads to conquest the orion group calls itself to conquest calls itself and they don't orion group doesn't wait for the calling the orion group calls itself and beings who don't wait for the calling and call themselves to action or intervention you know to mixing it up with someone or people they are by that thereby calling themselves to conquest the way of conquest is not waiting for call but um you know, jumping in and intervening uh, regardless of the other person. Um, I don't care what you think, I'm going to help you. Uh -huh. Is that help or is that control? So conquest is utter control or absolute control is associated with con what's called conquest. It's over. The attempting is finished. The uh, work is over to some degree. Conquest indicates total absolute control or totalitarian control, totalist, totalistic control. That's what Orion's all about, planetary enslavement. And that's what the negatives are all about. Uh, and that's why they're pushy. And that's why they're needy. They're very emotionally needy. They need to keep calling themselves to others who don't want them. 
the, the inclusive, sustainable, and resilient. Mm -hmm. Inclusive means no one will escape. We're going to call ourselves to control everybody. Uh, sustainable means we can keep it going forever. And resi resilient means we can make sure we can keep it forever. We are um, uh, immune to uh, robbery, <laughs> immune to loss of the growing power to the condition of total control, which is called conquest. And so one should be careful. Uh, don't be pushy in your attempts to be of service. Wait for the call. And that means one needs to be sensitive to what calling is. Huh? So uh, don't call yourself to controlling, thinking you're helping. But that's what Orion's all about. And um, human negatives, human leadership, military, government, dot, dot, dot. They are tools. They are Orion's minions. They are minions and tools, like the movie Minions. Yeah, just like that. And they're, you know, they're exchange interchangeable and they're um, disposable, disposable tools. Uh, when one tool is broken, they throw it away and put in the new one. And that's part of the joke, part of the, the work. And there are only certain people that are willing to do that, to be used and dumped and think that if they keep pleasing the master, their their superiors um they'll stay in favor or staying they want to stay in favor to keep their benefits there are only certain kind of people not not everybody wants to do that <laughs> there's a certain kind of um spiritual debasement needed uh for the character to let yourself get kicked around uh, indefinitely to get more power to let yourself be you know it, it's you know hoard out to to superiors uh, it's a problem, <laughs> but not not, and that's why we can see their moral uh, their moral condition is of a person who would live a life like that, basically dancing, dancing for their dinner, um, endlessly. So okay, what do they do when they land? Uh, Eight thirteen, Ross said there are two types of quote landings, and with their the, the word landing is not literal necessarily. In the first type of landing quote. Entities among your peoples are taken on their craft and programmed for future use. This is one of the most bitter answers of the whole 106 sessions, in my view, 813. So this is negative ET contact. This is abduction. This is a deeper level. This, is, this shows you uh, the depths of evil that are straight, pure, 4D negative. Okay, in the first type of landing of the two, entities among your peoples, people, are taken aboard the craft, on the craft, and programmed for future use. There are two or three levels of programming. First, the level that will be discovered by those who do research. Second, a triggering program. Third, a second and most deep triggering program, crystallizing the entity, thereby rendering it lifeless and useful as a kind of beacon. This is a form of landing. It's really soul possession, but it's not totally soul possession. It's really temporary... Uh, p taking temporary possession of uh, mind-body-spirit complex, or at least the mind-body portions of mind-body-spirit com mind complex. Temporary uh, control, autopilot of the mind-body of a mind-body-spirit complex or a person. That they, call a call of, that, that they call a form of landing, which is not really landing. It's, it's <laughs> uh, possession temporary the second form and you can see some leaders are like that actually they are um they are mind controlled not only by technology but by 40 negative second form of quote landing is that of landing beneath the earth's crust which is entered from water mm. again in the general area of your south american and caribbean areas and close to the so-called northern pole north pole the bases of these people <laughs> are underground underground bases dumbs the dumbs, deep underground military bases. Uh, Richard Souder, a very intrepid fellow who um, nearly lost his whole, lost everything, um, looking at dumbs and all that. S a u d e r, important linkage. Guy's been in this for a long time. Very uh, honest researcher. Uh, 
so okay <laughs> i mean don's been blown away by this and most people would because you know what had come before is kind of um very um homey homey confederation messages of inspiration and a kind of ufo feeling uh rank evil black black evil meaning pure unadulterated service to self high-end service to self you know a very significant um lack of love compassion sympathy care uh pure evil black it doesn't mean skin color obviously black white uh, in this case uh, its absence is the degree to which there's an absence of love compassion sympathy heart and so the the greater the heart chakra blockage and destruction cremation of care destruction of care and compassion and and sympathy the greater the destruction of that or heart chakra blockage the more quote pure the evil so this is uh taking people on the ship i mean you know th this is uh, this is what Orion is doing. And so this is saying that, no, not all abductions are MILABs, military abductions. MILAB is a term, M-I-L-A-B-S. There's a book on that, some books. This also put me on the shit list, <laughs> being that I knew this stuff and talked about it a little in the 90s. Uh, and the, oh, the aughts uh, put me on the same shit list as the raw material L&L &L research. So uh, Orion does real abduction. I mean, from what Ra's saying, maybe it's bullshit, but from what Ra's saying, I should at least understand it deeply. They are, one type of their contacting, quote, landing is, uh, yeah, abduction. Taking people on the craft and programming them. This whole notion of uh, probing to look at the genetics or this and that, maybe a cover story it may be the level of programming that will be discovered by those who do research <clears throat> those who do research into abduction are partly from what ross saying here finding what orion wished them to find which is called a cover story which is called a lie a set of lies the initial level of programming according to what is being said here in 813 is intend is <laughs> intended to be found is uh, established in as the first level of programming so that those looking in will find it it's you know high-end service to self strategy of course so if you want to um, hide something you give some one way is to give something that will be found <laughs> all right and then this, Dave's gone. Um, and then the triggering program, the next, uh, uh, and that, that's just um, the, the screen memory type thing. And some research talk about that screen memory, that, that there's a fake memory implanted. They know. Some researchers into this are very bright, actually. And then some are tools themselves. Uh, then there are two levels of programming. Um, trigger one two levels of triggering at the uh, three levels of programming two of which are triggering the first is in this case from this statement uh, what what is what is known by those doing the programming to be found which is the cover story the second and third levels are triggering uh, the second level as a triggering is when that person it's like Manchurian candidate stuff you know Nathan, Nathan Badabada, yes. Are you Nathan Badabada? You know, first, middle, last name, whatever that was. Yes, and then he's on. Um, and so that's real. And human controllers uh, know that. Then <laughs> the next level, the third level of programming, which is the second level of triggering, which is most deep triggering, which is basically taking... Um, the mind offline from from spirit uh temporarily disabling uh autonomy the linkage between mind and spirit and that's probably very so, so what they put into <coughs> vaccines 
uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they um, have put into some of the medical products forced on people some of what they've learned how to control minds. So, but not everybody, you know, is is as vulnerable. Vulnerability is a very is variable. Vulnerability is variable. Uh, that this happens doesn't mean everybody's vulnerable. Everyone's vulnerable to a different degree, and some people not at all, actually. And some people who don't know anything about this are not at all vulnerable. Not because they don't know, but because karmically or soul evolution, it's um, you know irrelevant. It's not. It's it's not needed. It's not. It's it's not what uh, Atman ordered, what the doctor ordered. So, and some people are just too clear, clean to they. To, they this this is just gonna like Mr. Magoo, right? Mr. Magoo simply didn't karmically was undeserving of getting smashed all the many times he didn't get smashed. He could have gotten smashed, but he didn't because he karmically was simply undeserving of getting smashed. And he had you know. A happy demeanor. So, uh, I have respect for Mr. Magoo. So, then, <coughs> um, that's um, 813 uh, would be, if you share that with abduction researchers, I wouldn't talk to them anymore, but many years ago I talked to Deborah Lindemann, a wife of Michael Lindemann, involved in this, who were pretty good people. Uh, Abduction researchers and therapists would know about these things, but once you get into that community, it's filled with um, <laughs> dangerous characters. Then the other form is um, landing physically under, uh, in, from water, under the Earth's crust from water. So under sea bases. And, um, you know, uh, South America, Caribbean, Bermuda Triangle Zone, Chilean, Chile, Raha talked about. There's all this stuff going on um, that is completely unprovable, but I think really true, happening. And it only uh, reinforces the, um, the beliefs and conduct coming from the beliefs of those with access to the technology that they themselves are utterly, intrinsically superior and chosen, or at least divinely or universally privileged and um, worthy uh, above everybody else because they have all they have access to all this so <laughs> we'll see what happens to the global authority when the enemies of the host return as in colony so <laughs> you can run but you cannot hide um, the law of karma Gautama talked poignantly about karmic law that you know you could hide yourself in caverns under the ocean or under the under the under the earth uh but karmic law um is above all that and um will not be denied but we'll see what will be will be the logo seems to uh, feel some value there is to all this 814 what do the orion group have what's the objective with result with respect to the conquest of the orion group meaning why why are they into conquest and Ra reiterates, they said, as we have said previously, their objective is to locate certain mind-body-spirit complexes, people, which vibrate in resonance with their own vibrational complex, meaning uh, oriented service self, then to enslave the unelite, as you may call those who are not of the Orion vibration. The Orion vibration is another somewhat poor way of putting it, who are not seeking, uh, who are not on the negative path. The Orion vibration is 4D negative, mainly. What is that? Well, that's just a um, sincere commitment to control and domination as seen as righteous and proper. Uh, the negatives who would say they're doing God's work, <laughs> or they are God, or whatever, um, believe that they have, uh, the universe should be, uh, is a place that should be put into order, and that that they have such technology and wealth and power is um, proof of their superior, their intrinsic superiority, their metaphysical superiority, they would probably think that that I have all this and you all don't is the proof of my utter superiority. 
thus may I do whatever I wish to the inferiors, which would be enslave the unelite, as Ross said. Right. <clears throat> I think so. So it means locate those that are going to, you know, willing to sign up on the team and enslave everybody else. Okay. Mid-page 81. Humanity is 3D, but Earth is already 4D. This, of course, needs much unpacking. Don asked, and now we're out of session 8. We're out of that. 1322, Don asks, what's the density level of our planet Earth at this time? Ross said, the sphere upon which you dwell is third density in its beingness of mind-body-spirit complexes. It is now in a space-time continuum fourth density. This is causing a somewhat difficult harvest. Yeah, this is the planet of difficulty, <laughs> or this cycle has been one trouble after another. Uh, and I guess, you know, there are problem children in the family of the Lord. So this is one of them. This planet, this cycle, the planet is glorious. It's just the cycle has been one problem after another, one failure, one defeat, one debacle after another. Because of, uh, you know, the, the because of Logoic configuration. But Logoic configuration is a meaning the, the choice of the players on the field in the, 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 the seeds in the field. The players on the field, the season, the, the field, the seeds in the garden, uh, uh, in the field of the Lord, uh, planet Earth, the game, the game field of 3D soul evolution or, three, or soul evolution in third density for these souls by the configuration, by the choice of players on the field or seeds in the garden. This has been a cycle of regular debacle and distress and suffering and reversal and boom and busting. And, of course, now difficult harvest. Um, and so <clears throat> what is interesting is that the planet, the, the, the sphere upon your which you dwell, the beingness of my body spirit complexes, meaning the soul of beingness as... Uh, akin to higher self, the essential evolutionary level, not of higher self, but associated with the wholeness of being, of what I is, mind, body, spirit, beingness, totality complex, the octavic selfhood, beingness. In that totality, from that perspective, we're talking about um, uh, a certain level of soul evolution, the, the seven-dimensional self, let's say, <clears throat> seven-dimensional mind-body-spirit-beingness totality complex is activated one, two, three for souls that are 3D natives. And they are still 3D. <laughs> it, so it's a, the beingness of the beings here of the sphere upon which we dwell, they are third density. That aspect of physical life or, hum, or earth is of third density. But Earth itself, uh, uh, apart from the, the mind-body-spirit complexes or the peoples and their, the people and their beingness, aside from that, the planet's already in 4D. And that's a real problem. That is exactly why, the planet, why we feel time is going faster or time is, is much accelerated. Because we're sensitive to green ray. Because we're already working green, blue, indigo. If you're working green, blue, indigo, you're aware of universal qualities like love, compassion, ahimsa, harmlessness, non-control, and wisdom, discernment, vivek, uh, viveka from Sanskrit, and buddhi, uh, and prajna, panya, uh, the value of wisdom and clear knowing, which is itself also transpersonal. It ain't a personal property. Uh, and, uh, you know, some greater reality beyond the physical and um, a greater identity beyond my body. Uh, there's a the spiritual dimension. Then we're working in indigo. So green, blue, indigo, people, people activated to green, blue, indigo are, are more aware of the 4D vibe. And we see certain things that other people who are not, you know, vibing in green, blue, indigo wouldn't, couldn't see, can't think. And so the separation of the paths, the three-way split, the wheat and the chaff, is um, a, a, a pace, a, uh, you know, in, in process. The uh, 
winnowing, the great winnowing. <clears throat> Not everybody, obviously, is going to inherit the kingdom of heaven on earth. So, okay, <clears throat> um, from another session 17, this distinction of humanity being 3D uh, consciousness, but the planet already in a 4D field. Uh, 17.1, Don says, thank you very much. I wish to say again, consider it, I consider it an honor, great honor, and also privilege as my inaudible. And I would like to reiterate that my questions may sometimes go a little off because I keep going on something that I had already started to work into, the applications of the law of one to better understand primarily the free will principle and further distortions that we discover. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this was pretty overwhelming. Uh, I'd like to reiterate, I think he's saying, my questions may sometimes go a little off, meaning not centered in what he thinks would be the best question, although his questions are generally quite excellent because as he's understanding his process i keep going on something i had already started to work into meaning he's working on he's working on um asking questions previously written before the session while new material comes streaming at him uh, other material he started to work into applications of the law one and he's trying to understand the free will principle and um, distortions to free will so I got three questions just now in meditation. I'll ask them before we continue. First, are we now in fourth density? So this was uh, four sessions after session 13. He's asking it again to get more. First, are we now in fourth density? Will the effects of fourth density increase in the next 30 years? And this was the great fun thing that Gary and I and some people at LNL and others had thinking, well, this was in 1981, thus what? Um, fourth density will be in place and harvest and everything will be finished by 2011 obviously not so will the effects of fourth density increase in the next 30 years of course they'll increase until the dimensional shift will we see more changes in our environment and our effect upon the environment will we see more changes in our environment and our effect upon the environment our environment that's unclear Ra explains this is a very nice answer uh, regarding the nature of fourth density and um, how that um, in, in how um, it's affecting how the nature of fourth what the nature of fourth density is and how it affects humanity and earth today where humanity is uh, stuck in yellow orange or orange yellow and the planet is um, already brightly uh, lit in green Right, Ross said the fourth density is a vibrational spectrum. Your time-space continuum, your time, has spiraled your planetary sphere and your what we call galaxy, what you call star, meaning solar system, into this vibration. This will cause the planetary sphere itself to electromagnetically realign its vortices of reception of the instreaming of cosmic forces, expressing themselves as vibrational webs so that the Earth will thus be fourth density magnetized, as you might call it, this is going to occur with some inconvenience, Earth changes, as we've said before, due to the energies of the thought forms of your people, which dis peoples, which disturb the orderly constructs of energy patterns within your Earth spirals of energy, which increases entropy and unusable heat, volcanism, Earth tectonic shift. This will cause your planetary sphere to have some ruptures in its outer garment, physical, while making itself appropriately magnetized for fourth density. This is the planetary adjustment. <laughs> you know, anybody <clears throat> who could read that would know that would would uh, I think be uh, cognizant that the speaker is head and shoulders above nearly all other channeled speaking speakers. <laughs> but only few people could read this and understand it, and so few people can know the level of their own um, preferred teaching. Only people, you know, only the guy above me, taller than me, can see my scalp. I can't see the scalp of the guy taller than me. The problem here is that people, humans, um, earth wanderers, um, are caught up in the maelstrom to some degree of um, um, insecurity-based arrogance and dogmatism. Uh, in a world that doesn't even understand love, 
many spiritually oriented new age people at the mid levels of development who are often six density wanderers uh, the riffraff of the new age movement <laughs> the hoi polloi of the new age community uh, have some sense that well look we don't want to hurt anybody and we know better than you which is true that they know better than most everyone else about uh, the metaphysics of uh, earth and humanity and purpose and you know per life purpose but they um, become comparably dogmatic as those worldly folks they rightly reject and so we take on certain arrogance and dogmatism um, of the community around us uh, where you know you you know nice guys finish last so if you're very gentle in your speaking uh, people will go to um, the louder source the one who has you know on questionable conviction in their beliefs i know i am the commander of the ashtar legions and i can tell you this and i can tell you that come to me and give me money <laughs> would be the thought or the the new age hoi polloi the new age riffraff um love over wisdom love over wisdom is better than no love at all and so there's some sense of we know what you guys you masses don't know um, and that gives them a certain carte blanche white card to um, become dogmatic in what they think um, is a final understanding and therefore they don't even realize there are sources way above their preferred sources like the Ramadur <laughs> or Patanjali and Gautama <clears throat> or Nityananda and so because they don't know they can't even read, they won't even reading this paragraph and realize that nobody, no other source that they've, that they look into could explain it this clearly. Explain what? Explain earth changes and the current geophysical um, disturbance of earth now at this time in history. The inconvenience, meaning earth changes, of weather and um, you know, uh, volcanism, earthquakes, volcanoes, and shifting and all this, uh, climate change, the real climate change, there is real climate change, but it's not caused by uh, farts and, uh, and human development, it's actually part of this transition. Due to the energies of the thought forms, the inconvenience is that humanity being 3D consciousness in the 3D consciousness spectrum, which is pretty much 3.2, 3.1, 3.2, 3 3.3. Third density body, third density beingness, focused at the level of physical 3.1, focused at the level of emotional and self-referential, self-centered uh, 3.2, or focused at the level of social uh, working, which is generally... Um, fighting in society 3.3 or overly attached to the human social 3.3 uh, because of uh, that spectrum which is mainly 3.2 3.3 of humanity that is in conflict or not quite resonant harmonic with the green ray thus we have thought forms of the peoples of our peoples of humanity disturbing orderly constructs of energy patterns within the earth spirals of energy uh, uh, planetary energy is uh, in conflict with human culture human civilizational energetics there's a misfitting a dissonance a non-resonance a non-harmony a disharmony and then that creates entropy increases entropy and unusable heat that's volcanism and uh, heat coming from the center up and that's global warming global warming is mainly associated with historical human distortion human negativity human um, uh, evolutionary stasis not um, their claimed uh, human inputs or eating meat uh -huh. It's, uh, they lie continually. And more and more people are realizing that leadership is simply a, a bunch of paid liars. 
this is a very damaging matter for their um, long-term prospects because um, um, evil grows in the space of darkness and ignorance and as there's less darkness and a little bit more awareness or a little bit little but more vidya and less avidya more seeing clearly um, the scales taken from their eyes um, a certain kind of um, negative activity is impeded and threatened so okay um, and actually I'm gonna I'm gonna have to end this session today mid mid uh, reply uh, which was this long reply here seventeen uh, one, where first they're talking about fourth density versus the the planetary energy and then the result of um, human consciousness being disharmonious or non-resonant dissonant to the planetary energy condition then uh, the nature that as the metaphysical understanding of earth changes in spoken in a way uh, you won't see other channels say so except if they're copying raw and the result of that is uh, all sorts of disruptions in the planetary um, cycles and energetics of climate and season and weather and geology and um, geomagnetism dot 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 and Dara said this is the planetary adjustment next time we pick up in this other section in terms of what else is happening and in terms of consciousness not necessarily physical planetary physical but sharp increase in potentially harvestable and this is very useful and very deep so uh, I hope this was useful to you too uh, it's very rich and uh, I mean to me it all it just you know it's a slam dunk it's obvious it's obvious demonstration of the superiority of this material over other channel works without a doubt and um, you know Don and Jim and Carla Don and Carla and Jim paid with paid a lot personally for this contact and um, deserve tremendous respect and reverence actually so this is a very big deal the raw material as I said I really think it's one of the most important transmissions spiritual transmissions or teachings since the time of Yeshua at least in English so with that said I hope it's useful um, please take good care of yourselves and uh, see you next time. Good night.